Welcome to the Sports Betting Podcast. The Line Breakers. Hey, what's up going on? What's going on out there? This is Coop back with the Line Breakers podcast. This is number 10. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 9, 10. Can't believe we made it this far, but we have. I have a special new guest with me today, the professor. <laughs> How, you How, you, How you doing there, Coop? Yeah. I mean, we're just here having a good time. And I mean, the professor, he, he's like, he's always been wanting to go on the podcast. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you can be good at this. But, you know, finally, we're giving him a chance and uh, we can't wait to see what he does and how he does it. I guess it's my big break. Yeah, I know, right? You've been waiting all these years to get on this podcast. It's your big break. <laughs> Next, Hollywood. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit about last week. We did pretty good. We were up. I mean, that's always good. You always want to be up. We had a huge Tuesday. We swept 4-0. I mean, that's exactly what you want if you sweep one time in a week, especially going with four picks. I mean, you're going to have you're going to have good weeks all along. June wasn't good to us. Lost a couple bad beats, a lot of bad beats actually. We were kind of playing, still playing around with the algorithm. Obviously, no one's been paying for it, but if you have been, if you don't cash, we don't cash. You have the, you'd have July free. Um, get back to that. Yeah, remember in July fifteenth, uh, we'll start our paid packages. So yes, of course. We'll I mean, we're, we're, yeah, yeah, we'll be doing a promotion on that. So uh, just keep an eye out for that. Yeah, everyone, get ready for that. Get your credit cards ready. I mean, obviously, we we had a monster May. Don't even want to talk about May. We were, I think we're up close to 70, 70 units. I mean, that's exactly what you want in June. Obviously not so good. July, we're off to a good start. Our games tonight, we had four picks tonight. We had the Braves, I think they're at 0-0 or still. Rangers, Angels, one nothing. top of the first still early. And Boston-Toronto, 7-1. I mean, that line, we, we saw that line straight away. David Price pitching. I mean, he pitches against the Blue Jays really well. I think we got it at what minus minus one fifty five, and we thought that was going to be in the two hundreds. Thornton Thornton hasn't been pitching well. They score right off in the first inning. They score four runs, up seven one. I mean that's exactly what you want to see. But going back to the whole paid packages, it's a line very important. If you're listening to the podcast on our website www.thelinebreakers.com, you see our whole overlay. We have everything betting one hundred one. Major League Baseball, you can listen to all our podcasts there, all our previous ones. And up in the right-hand corner, it says enter your email address. You can subscribe there. I mean, that's the easiest way to get our promotions. All of our packages we'll be sending out will be sent to your email. And you'll be getting, I mean, we'll just be moving on from there. I mean, you'll be getting, uh, we'll be pumping that out. July 15th is the big date we're shooting for for paid packages. So, I mean, we can finally, you know, kind of press the go button and we're just, and we'll go from there. I got to tell you, the uh, the enthusiasm by people who are who are following the line breakers is that you know we we provide uh, a transparency that you don't see in too many other places. We, these guys here give you a great um, you know read up on on the uh, game that's going to you know be playing that day, and so we give you the reasons why. We may not always be right, but we're going to give you the great reason why you should be picking that game. Which you don't see in other places, which yeah, is a really exactly. cool thing. And we keep up all of our games, all of our past games. You could see if we won, if we lost, how we won, what we said about it, and exactly all those circumstantial stats. Like, like tonight with David Price. I mean, we knew he was going to come out hot. We knew that the Red Sox are just the more dominant team in Toronto, even though they're playing in Toronto. We knew that Boston was going to come out big, especially against Thornton, the right-handed pitcher. Who Boston? We think Boston does very well against uh, righties. And of course, the beating shows. they got from the Yankees makes them, you know, a little bit more motivated. Yeah, exactly. To, <laughs> the to London win. series, the whole jet lag. Yeah, <laughs> the whole jet lag didn't seem to take a toll on them, and they were just getting out. They picked up where they started. 
the whole weekend. They've scored 50 runs over the weekend, them and the Yankees. We'll touch on that a little bit later. But, I mean, yeah, we're ready to rock. Hey, everyone, we're back with the line breakers. We also have the professor here, first time here. Thanks, Coop. It's been uh, interesting so far. Yeah. I mean, like we said, he was, he's been texting me all month, trying to get on the podcast. All right, don't get crazy. It's not like I was begging, like, you know. <laughs> Let me just bring up the text. Please, please, please. That kind of sounds like you're begging. <laughs> Wait, that does sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're here www.thelinebreakers.com. I think I did a couple more W's than I should have, but you guys know the drill. Three W's, thelinebreakers.com. Sign up there. Put your email address. Subscribe. Like we said, promotions, July 15th, July 15th. That's the day we're going to. That's a day is going to be a paid package. And you'll be getting all these picks, algorithms, all of our write-ups, why we picked the team, and we keep everything up. And obviously, if you pay for it, you'll see all the picks, and you'll know who we're picking and, and why we're picking it, most importantly. So you guys uh, know what we're not just picking games. We're not just going out there being like, oh, Boston, because they're good. Yeah, no. pick this whale. You yeah. know, that's it. I mean, uh, <laughs> Yeah, the huge whale picks. We're going exactly. gonna to give you a, a, a good overview of why you should pick that game, and that's important. Because some things you may find uh, in there that you say, okay, well, maybe I don't agree or agree, whatever, but, mm-hmm. but you have a good reasoning for it, and that's important. Yeah, and our algorithm's been pumping out games. Yeah. We're, we, always, we always tweak that just to try to get the best possible edge that we can find. And for those of you who've been following us already and you think that the algorithm is doing a pretty good job for you, just wait till we do football. Yeah, just wait till September rolls around and yeah. we start here and everyone's just waiting for Sunday night. We've got the Sunday games, wake up 10 o'clock in the morning, we have our picks ready for you. And making you guys money, most importantly. We're going to touch up on the NBA free agency. What happened? What does that mean for the odds for next year in the finals? Most importantly, what came out right now. I mean, everyone's kind of wondering where Kawhi's going to go. What's he thinking? He's kind of like the man, Mr. man of mystery. No one really knows what he's thinking. You can't really get a grip on what he's doing. The claw, as people call him, is the nickname. But as we know of now, I think the Lakers are now even to win the finals next year. Does Vegas know something we don't? Maybe they know that they're going to get Kawhi. Bucks, th- uh, thirteen to two. I think they're six to one now. Seventy Sixers, ten to one. Golden State, ten to one. Obviously, they're always going to be there, especially when they have that core. I guess there's still the core three there, even though Clay Thompson will be out probably until late March, or play- they'll probably just keep him out till playoff time because we know they're going to be there in the end. Houston, twelve to one. Utah Jazz, fourteen to one. Raptors, fourteen to one. We get it. Most importantly... Where are the Nets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Nets are... I mean, obviously, the Nets are very important. They're 25-1, to 1, but we all know that Durant will not be playing next year. Uh, Kyrie Irving, great player. Can't really carry a team to the finals. They got DeAndre Jordan. He's pretty good. Double-double guy. He'll give you probably 35 minutes. Uh, he played for the Knicks a little bit last year. I think 20 games at the end of the year. I guess he averaged, he averaged pretty much a double-double last year. 30 minutes... Um, I mean, he's not going to give you these all-star numbers. He's going to dunk a couple times in the game. He's like a 35, 40% free throw shooter, which, I mean, you have to hate that, especially because they're going to be playing meaningful games over the next couple of years in the playoffs, and are they just going to keep playing that game? The professor knows all about this, hitting free throws, and, 
I mean, they're just going to be fouling them at the end of the game. I'm from the old Bob Cousy uh, school. Okay. Yeah, especially when, when free throws were important, right? <laughs> there was no three-pointer where, where people are just chucking up, the teams are just chucking 43s up a game. <laughs> I mean, I just especially when you bet the over. I mean, those are overkillers. If, if you want a dark horse, uh, <laughs> it'll be the Nets, okay? That's coming from me, the professor. The dark horse, 25 to 1 right now. You yeah, heard it here. Yeah. No. But, I mean, the 25 to 1, I, in basketball, there's just like four teams that are good. Whatever team LeBron's on, the Warriors. Forget about LeBron. He's a mama's boy. Stop that. He's a mama's boy, but he gets to the finals. Eight straight years in the finals. Missed it last year. He was hurt. What what do you think? He's not going to make it next year? Do you think he's not going to? Especially with Anthony Davis? Well, he should be making it every year with the money they they, they pay him. True. The money's now is is just wild and everything. I mean, you have subpar players. I mean, not subpar players. You have really good players making close to a million dollars a week. Damian Lillard signed a contract four years, 196. Yet they can't make a free throw, and that's what drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The 76ers got a little bit better. I mean, still, they can't prove anything. We haven't – they haven't been able to prove themselves winning big playoff series. They signed Al Horford four years, 110. They kind of stole him from the Celtics. The Celtics kind of took a step back, just like everyone getting one year older. Gordon Hayward, uh, two years off that gruesome injury. Uh, we'll see what he has. Kemba Walker coming into the team. He's a little bit older than Kyrie Irving, but he's definitely been able to keep himself more healthy than Kyrie Irving. I think Kyrie Irving's played like close to 70 games the past two years. I mean, you can't be a superstar and play that and expect to win championships and only play 70 games. Some Most people, I mean, I'm sure Bob Cousy probably played every game. Do you know that Bob Cousy is getting the, uh, what is it, the medal of, uh, I forget, some kind of major medal from Donald Trump? Oh yeah, what is he's ninety-one years old? He's giving him the I forget it is the congressional congressional medal of honor. That's it. Is that the highest award for civilians? Yes, yes. And what is he getting it for? Just because? Uh, Because Because he he went to Holy Cross, and uh, you know, oh yeah, Holy Cross, Holy Cross, cool. (laughs) (laughs) And he's gonna and he's gonna dance. He's gonna dance all the way to Trump like uh, a George M. Cohan. Yeah, I wonder if Trump (laughs) will serve him uh, McDonald's or uh, KFC. I'm sure he'll be able to bust out some lobster for the great Bob Cousy. <laughs> By the way, uh, just to let everybody know, we're going to be uh, gearing up uh, to offer the NBA next season. So that'll be a new addition, too, for our uh, mm-hmm. our fans here. Yeah, I know we've been getting a lot of DMs, especially last year during the NBA season. I mean, we started picking NBA. We just, our algorithm just wasn't ready for it. We weren't ready for it, but next year we will be. And I know we have a lot of basketball fans out there that follow us, and you guys can put some money on games, win some money. Maybe, be maybe we should play some bets on how many uh, free throws these guys miss in important games. Yeah, I know, right? If you wheel, you could wheel out Kevin Durant, take every free throw, he'll make 90% of the free throws. They should be able to do that. DeAndre Jordan, 35% in a year. Just atrocious. A little game day update. Angels losing. Angels up one nothing, so Texas is down one. Boston still up 7-1. Braves, Phillies. Looks like the Phillies just took a 2 nothing lead. And which are still waiting on Minnesota, 10 o'clock start. But I guess the big, so back to free agency in the NBA, Kawhi Leonard, I think everyone, there's been a lot of rumors and people talking, a lot of people with a lot of uh, expertise. I know they, there's one guy who works for ESPN, Woj, they call Woj Bombs when he comes out and has this big breaking news that they think Kawhi Leonard's going to go to the Lakers. I mean, another great player going to the Lakers, it just seems like it, it just seems like it's going to happen. I mean, I, I think it will affect how people look at Kawhi Leonard, especially if he goes there with LeBron and Anthony Davis. Because, I mean, what – I know Stephen A. Smith said this morning, what, what are you going to watch it for? 
are you going to watch basketball next year? We all know that the Lakers will be in the finals. What do you uh, What do you think about that? You were back then when uh, what, with Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain <laughs> were there, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What do you think? Yeah, me and Moses used to watch the games. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he told you the first Ten Commandments. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, look, look, LeBron is is a, is is great for 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 basketball, but he is a I mean, he's a crybaby. That's the, all I could tell you. And uh, now he's going to have a few people so that when they get to the finals and then they lose, then they could cry all together. Yeah. But I mean, people will still blame LeBron. He'll be like, "What are you doing?" I mean, people well, are they have are no choice. Attacking. I mean, the money the guys the guys making it's he should be. You know, when you are a major player and 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 you're making all that money, that's one thing. But what really sets you apart from other people is winning major championships, like Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy made things happen. I think maybe the problem now too is these players are getting so much money. It's like, what's the point? It's like I'm already making forty million dollars in a year. It's like, well, what am I doing? It's like, do I have to win a championship? There's only like three or four teams that are going to win. It's like I'm just going to sit and collect my money. And just say thank you, I'll retire, and whatever. I, I do Five, want, six years. I, I know I, I pick on these guys for not hitting the free throws, but I have to tell you that Clay uh, Thor, uh, Thompson he hit like, those two free throws when he, when he oh, yeah. uh, tore his ACL. Yeah, I know. The, it's kind of comical that he, NBA, left the, yeah. he left the stadium and, uh, or the, uh, the arena, and then he had to come back. I yeah. thought that was, you know. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of, I mean, he still wanted to play, obviously, when he's injured. He uh, tore his ACL. To, he should have. He should have had a jacket on him, and it's like you know James Brown when he walks off, and then he <laughs> takes it off and he runs back in. That's what he should have done. Yeah, it was like the big next, next guy. Who was the next guy? King. Oh, Bernard King. Yeah. Bernard King when yeah. he came back out, and yeah. I mean, yeah, I think he had wow, a similar that's a, injury. It's a name from the past. That's pretty yeah, good. I know for my you. stuff. I know my <laughs> stuff. When he came out, I mean, everyone knew he was injured, but he still came out and kind of got the crowd going a little bit. Uh, NBA free agency. So, I mean, obviously we touched on Clay Thompson. He got paid five years, 190. He won't play till the whole year. But they also got this this young, kind of inspiring player, D'Angelo Russell, from the Nets because they actually traded Durant. They signed him, then traded him to the Nets to uh, be able to get something for him. They got D'Angelo Russell, kind of a similar player to Steph Curry. Point guard, small, kind of can score. He can put up 30 points like nothing. Um, so everyone's interested. Are they going to trade D'Angelo Russell? Russell? Are they going to have them play together? Maybe just play them with, uh, with him, Steph. I mean, they still have the lineup: him, Steph Curry, um, Green. I know they just signed their center, Looney. And I mean, they got rid of Iguodala, who is obviously a big-time player. But I mean, we'll see how it turns out. I mean, I, I think it's a pretty good bet still to play uh, Golden State ten to one because they're going to be there at the end. Maybe they'll be playing the Lakers in the conference finals, them one and two seeds. So I think it's still an interesting bet. The Clippers are a little high though, twelve to one. I mean, I don't think they're better than Houston, especially at this moment. Are the Knicks Kawhi. better or worse than the Nets? Oh, they're they're just a travesty. <laughs> it's they a New York thing, I guess. Yeah, they won't be good until. I mean, the Knicks and the Mets are just both wrong. I don't want to touch on. I know the Mets are a touchy subject around here, but. <laughs> The Knicks and the Mets are just both ran. Be careful. Not well. They're both just not well. I mean, we'll touch up. The Aunt Bobby Bonilla day was yesterday. We that's right. Most people, that's kind of like the funny thing that happens, comes around every year. I think he, they still own for another like 12 years. Another They're paying dollars. him this year. And of course, until I think it, what is it? What is it? 20, 35, 2035, something like that. Something like, yeah, They're no, paying him more this year than they are paying. Um, Pete Alonzo. Pete Alonzo. I'll say that one more time, Pete Alonso <laughs> and uh, Jeff McNeil. Um, As we know, Jeff those McNeil's are great yeah. kids, man, and yeah. uh, and 
together they don't get paid as much as Bobby Bonilla. Yeah. I wish I had that contract. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I was always talking to uh, my friends and about Pete Alonso and even Jeff McNeil. It's like I can't wait till they're Yankees. I can't wait till they, <laughs> join, <laughs> they join a winning team and get and put on that pin I'm sure that, the I'm sure teams. the Mets will make a crazy deal for that. <laughs> I mean, it's never good when you're playing in a city like Flushing's. It's like it's just a bad omen. <laughs> Flushing's just with a to- like toilet oh. flush. Oh, like, that's never that's never a good omen. So just they should have just just rename the city. We should have the Will Pond just buy Flushing and just change the name. Like like the Bronx is a destination place for people, right? You know. <laughs> I don't want to insult all the Bronx people out there, but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yankee Stadium is about the best thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially when you're around to the New York area. And I was born in the Bronx, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Yankees are just like an icon. They're like it's like Hollywood. Especially for a younger kid looking up to all these stars, Judge, Stanton, Dee Dee, they all can hit. But the cool thing about them, they do spend all that money, but they win. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because they just—it's just—it's like a tradition. It's like—it's like teams have a stigmatism, and we'll—I well, know we're talking a little bit basketball, but teams have these stigmatisms, and they can't seem to lose it. Kind of like the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks were good back in the day, but you know they can't seem to get out of this rut. They're—they're kind of good some years. They're—they're kind of under. They always underachieve. It's kind of. It's kind of tough to play in New York because you're always getting all this hype, but I mean, they kind of underachieve. But once again, you're listening to this podcast, www.thelinebreakers.com. If you're there, I mean, I'm looking at the website right now, top right corner, put your email in there. You'll be able to get promotions, deals, July 15th. I can't stress that enough. That's when we'll be going paid, fully paid. You'll be able to see, you won't be able to see our picks on our Instagram page. You'll have to buy them. Sorry. I mean, sorry for winning you guys money, but you have to buy them. You'll see all of our picks just like how we do it on Instagram, but like I said, they'll be paid for now. And that brings us up on the edge of the NBA free agent talk. Let's take a break. Hey everyone, we're back. The Line Breakers podcast, number 10. Repeat, number 10. And if you're listening to us on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com, I mean, we're always going to be keep saying it, subscribe. It's very important to subscribe. It's easy, too. Just type in your email. You'll be able to get promotions. We'll be able to email you directly. It's a lot easier than, than our Instagram page because, like I said, July 15th, that's where we'll be going paid. So that's just one thing that you want to... You want to be here ahead of the game as opposed to just signing up late and, and you won't be able to get any promotions or... Or reduce prices. A little game break. Boston still up seven to one. Texas tied it up one one. Philly still up two nothing. And Minnesota's still ten o'clock late game. We have some questions that came in from you guys on our Instagram page, the line underscore breakers. We always we we get back to you guys in our DMs very quickly, efficiently. We like talking to you guys. We want to see what you're thinking, especially about the picks that you make, any questions that you might have, just send us our way. And here's a couple of questions that we get frequently. What are the bankroll management rules that we like to preach? I mean, obviously, we've changed over our system to same unit plays. So we just bet two units. I mean, you guys can bet whatever units you want. Just to, just, think, just make sure that you have enough units to cover for the week or the month. You don't want to be running out of units midweek and not be able to catch back up. Because it will happen. Talk to anyone who, who bets. It will happen. You'll be down maybe first couple of days of the week. But you'll be able to get, get into a hot streak nine and one, eight and two hot streak and be able to turn around. You don't want to be chasing early in the week and 
that goes along with the lines of changing your unit size. I know the professor, he likes to keep his unit size the same. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, well, one of my professorisms, if you want to call it, is wherever you go, there you are. And so the problem for most people is that they are trying, as as uh, Coop just said, uh, to catch up. So you put your bet in there, and either you're losing, or or you, you've got uh, the next one coming up, and you want to now double up because you think you've either lost this one or you're going to lose that one, or you're hedging. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're trying to figure out how to make the uh, the deal happen. If you follow our um, you know, our, our predictions and our picks, uh, and you keep it, uh, to an extent, keep it as simple, but, but more importantly, keeping it even, uh, I think is the best way. You don't want to, well, and all, it all, this, again, all depends on uh, who's out there uh, betting. You know, a unit is a unit. Yeah. Uh, so you could be a $10 unit, you could be a $20, a $50, a $100, it does, it's up to you. We're not going to tell you exactly what it is. But, you should be consistent, and you should have, in a way, um, managing your bankroll by only putting a certain percentage that you're comfortable with uh, at play at any given time. Um, again, the classic mistakes, people are chasing a bad game, and they want to make it up because they're afraid. By the way, if you're afraid of losing the money from the beginning, uh, you got to rethink this. Exactly. Okay. You got to be with the point is, okay, if I lose this, I'm, I'm back on another day when they, when they come up with the new picks. And I think most people don't do that. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen it. I mean, you've seen on NFL Sundays, you bet the one o'clock games and you start getting nervous. Maybe you're down a little bit and you just start throwing money at four o'clock, eight o'clock games. Or that, you're putting your foot through the, the, yeah, the TV. Too. Which screaming. maybe you're saving grace, but you're still losing money in the end when you're breaking your TV. Yeah. But exactly. Chasing <laughs> action. There'll always be games tomorrow. There, there's, there's always going to be sports the next day. There's always going to be something to bet on. They love those, those casinos. That's what they do. That's how they, make the li- that's how they make all their money. They'll always be putting money on something, either whether you're betting on the national anthem or maybe even the hot dog eating contest that happens a couple of days in Coney Island. There'll always be something to bet on, and that's something we preach. And bankroll management is something we preach, too, because you want to make sure you have enough money for that allotted time that you want to be betting so you don't run out or if you're losing, you're not you're not able to get back in the game. That's right. And what happens sometimes, look, if you want to have fun and you could do those prop bets too, uh, usually you'll see them in the, uh, the Super Bowl or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but again, you want to manage your expectations for yourself, but also your risk. And so you shouldn't be uh, risking more than I, I for me, uh, you know, I usually will, will say to myself, I got about a 20 or 30 percent of whatever money I have. I put it in there and then I want to see how it how it does. And then we could come back and uh, hopefully you know build on that. Sometimes you take losses. That's OK. But you don't want to put 70 to 80 percent of your money uh, up at any given time. And I think that's a that's a mistake people make. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially for those rookie betters, and that's why we, we urge you guys just to ask us questions. Ask us questions, how much you should be getting on a game, what your bankroll should be, so you don't run into these types of problems where you won't be able to pay the electric bill one month. Yeah, and be, and by the way, Coop, you made a good point about, you know, let, let's say when you do a, a, a weekly subscription, right, and you bet heavy at the beginning, and now you're out of money. For whatever reason, sometimes the, the, the games just don't, don't go right. It, it happens. But then we come on strong. We've had we've had several weeks where at the end the game, you know, our picks came on strong, and there was a, a great positive week. But if you were over uh, uh, betting at the beginning and you ran out of your money or your tolerance uh, for betting and you and you pulled out, you would have a a, uh, a losing experience for that week. While we and everybody else who followed our picks would have uh, been positive. Yeah, exactly. That kind of runs into our if you don't cash, we don't cash. 
at the end of, at the beginning of the week we could be down, the end of the week we could be plus, and or or vice versa. And I mean, if you're not there making the picks, you won't be able to benefit from our algorithms and all of the data and analysis that we put into our picks every day. We're not going to win every day, but in the long run, we see we know our algorithm will will win, will prevail. And that's why we back up what we do. If we don't win or we don't, we don't cash, cash, you don't cash. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. And we have no problem giving you the next week if you're a weekly uh, a member, and, and we go from there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a good question. Yep. We're just going to touch on a little bit on the Women's World Cup that obviously was today. Today's July 2nd. Uh, women, United States women just won. They're going on to the finals. Why well, didn't really take that action? Because, the, I mean, the Women's World Cup, first of all, we weren't really totally invested in it. We didn't want to throw picks out there. We didn't we didn't fully trust, and we knew the United States were going to win. I think they were huge favorites. I think they were minus 400 to get out of their group. The money just wasn't there. We didn't want to put something out there, and there could be fluke goals. Today, there was a whole VAR thing, penalties. I mean, you can especially when it, when it comes down to just one game, anything can happen. So that's why we didn't really touch up on the Women's World Cup. Next question, back to baseball. But hold on. I got to tell you, I was watching that game. The, the, the USA team... Uh, very resilient. I mean, they 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 poured it on. Although, at a certain point in the game, uh, England I thought had the better of them for a while, and then they turned it around again. So, um, you know, hats off to the girls there. They did a great job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, England actually scored to tie it up late in the game. I think in like the seventieth minute, but they re they end up re reviewing the goal. They do that now, and it's end up being offsides, and they they obviously ended up losing by one goal. It was kind of a tough loss for England. But I mean, USA onto the next one to the final on Sunday. Will you will you be doing a home run derby odds bracket? We won't. We probably won't be doing an odds bracket, but I mean that's something to talk about. We have Acuna, twenty home runs of the home run hitters that will be in it for sure. Acuna has twenty, Yelich has thirty, Josh Bell twenty five, Pete Alonso is kind of a fan favorite around here. He's twenty eight. Carlos Santana eighteen. The polar bear. Vladimir. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what they call him. Junior. They call him the polar bear? Why? The polar bear. Well, if you look at him, I mean, you've seen some of those things on, on Instagram. He does look like a polar bear with he that seem, peach fuzz that, that he's got though. on. Yeah. But it is impressive what he's doing. 28 home runs as a rookie on pace to beat or to get close to uh, Mark McGuire's rookie record. I think he had 58 that year. I mean, it's just impressive, especially in that city field known for not really being a home run ballpark, but he has 28, and he just i mean—he just crushes the ball. I know the exit velocity is always a huge number off his bat. The excitement on that kid is just amazing to watch him play, and, and, it's, and it's spreading out to everybody else. Now, unfortunately for the, for the Mets, they, uh, you know, they have a terrible ballpen right now, so uh, I don't know what they could do. They're, they're hitting, uh, but they're having problems. So for that home run derby, uh, I, I'm sure they're going to have some kind of uh, prop bets there. It's uh, it's going to be tough. Who can who can win yeah. that? I don't know. Although I like uh, Pete Alonso a lot. I think that uh, what is it, Yellick? Yellick. Uh, yeah. I think I think he might might be the guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, he's got that kind of sweet lefty swing. I'm kind of going with Vladimir Guerrero, Big Daddy Vladdy. I mean, the big Instagram video came out today of him. It seemed like he was kind of practicing for the home run derby. You had some guy kind of throwing him pitches. It looked like BP, but I think he was practicing because some guy was saying when you can throw the next pitch or not. Because in the home run derby, I think they want the ball to clear the fence till the next pitch is thrown. But, I mean, he just has – I think he's like 20 years old, and he just he just crushes the ball. It's just like his dad. He's huge legs. I'm sure he has a strong core. And he's able to just turn on the ball and just – I mean, obviously just crush it to the upper deck. It's an incredible number of home runs they're hitting this year. And, and the question I've been asked is, do you think the ball is juiced, as they say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a big question. They always ask if Manfred did something to the ball 
five, seven years ago. And I, mean, I think there's a case for that. I mean, it seems like every year more and more home runs are being hit. But I think it's also due to just how players are taking their approaches. They don't care if they strike out 200 times. If they hit 40 home runs, it doesn't matter. They see it as one out rather than a double play, obviously being two outs. And the fans love uh, home runs. Yeah, so, exactly. You know, it Chicks is dig it is. the long ball. We all know that. Wow, you're really going crazy with these. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the professor's questioning my knowledge. Get a, get a hold of yourself here. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good question though on to the next one what did you think of the london series obviously the yankees and red sox played a two-game series in london and wembley exciting for baseball what did you think i thought it was uh incredible uh, um i was watching i mean a lot of the commentary that was going on as i as i remember uh, what was his name uh, uh the young fella uh, incarnation right edwin incarnation yep. when he hit that pop pop up right uh-huh. And you're waiting for the ball to come down, and, and then they like, walked well, away. And I was like, "So what's going on here?" And then you realize that they had that. It's very interesting. Overhang, yeah. That overhang was created for track, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's interfering with the game. So they walk away, and then after they walk away, the ball falls down. I thought it was hysterical. Yeah, it's kind so of they, so they dealt with a lot of new things that were going on in the game, like having a uh, a first baseman. Uh, run a uh, you know a uh, marathon to get to oh, a yeah. foul ball. Yeah, there's a lot more foul foul uh, territory. Yeah. obviously more outs can happen yeah. that way. But I think it's a great thing for baseball, and I, and I very very whoever did that marketing stuff. I think it's it's going to be once a year. Though next year they have I think yeah Lewis. next year the Cubs and Cardinals are yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nobody cares about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a huge thing. I mean, especially from the betting aspect. I know in the first game, I think it was eleven and a half or or maybe even twelve runs the over under. I think it, they said it was like one of the higher ones ever for Yankees Red Sox, and they they cleared it in the first inning, six six in the first inning. Well, I'll tell you, I, I uh, when it was uh, it was six six after the first inning, and I said, okay, I think the Yankees are going to pull this out. And as I made my bet, Ooh, <laughs> they went bet. they went to eight eight uh, eight six, and then it just took on it's a yeah. whole life of its own. I thought it was I was uh, happy. I didn't put my foot through the TV on that day. I was very yeah. happy. It was an exciting game for everyone around. Obviously, a Yankee fan, you get the win seventeen thirteen. They scored fifty runs over the weekend in just two games. I mean, fifty runs kind of goes back to the whole did they juice the ball thing um but from the betting aspect especially for t- from today we thought maybe there would be jet lag obviously boston once we saw that matchup with thornton versus price still seven to one top six yankees still two nothing top of the six once they're there too we th- they thought that maybe there'll be some jet lag i know they had three days off i mean you only get about 20 to 25 days off so you kind of it screws them in the long run they'll probably have a lot more games um back-to-back late in the season. But, I mean, it's exciting for baseball. Marketing gets the name out there, especially when you have Aaron Judge hitting home runs, the Yankees. Everyone knows the Yankees, Red Sox around the world. They're a global, global brand. Yeah. So it was exciting for baseball. I wanted to, what, did I also, what else I want to say about this? Oh, and also, from, I mean, obviously early in the season, you're betting over-under and wins. These games count. It's kind of weird to think about that you're traveling 6,000 miles and these games count. Like early in the year when Seattle played in Japan, it's like those games count. Early, late in the year when it comes down to games, maybe for the division, for the wild card, I mean, you, these games count. It's kind of kind of screws you over in the, uh, in the long run because, I don't know, maybe players take the days off in these games. It screws their rhythm up. It's just kind of just something to think about. So who do you think uh, for the All-Stars, American League or National League? Who do you think is going to win? Yeah. 
Uh, I like the National League. I mean, Dodgers will have a lot of players in there. I think Ryu is pitching. Not like really that that matters, but I like I like the National League to win the one. I do too, but usually they, they tend to lose to the American League. Yeah, I know. Right? I don't understand that. The American League has that what is it, that that weenie rule about the pin, oh, what the is DH? it DH? Come on. Yeah, I think I mean. I the think Mets, it's a the role. Mets have pitches that can hit the ball better than some regular players. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of uh, athletic pitches out there, but I mean, when you're managing a game, I'm sure it's just easier just to bat a player that can hit the ball. Yeah. Do you like that um, new rule with uh, intentionally walking the guy, just waving him on? Just no, I don't like that rule because a lot of bad stuff can happen. Past balls, yeah. I know. Past players have swung at the pitch and hit it. Miguel Cabrera did it famously probably See, seven think, years ago now. Yeah, and I think there's where they could have a nice, really cool prop bets to see if somebody misses uh, the ball or a pass ball on, a, on an intentional walk. Oh, like walk. over under, like yeah, pass yeah. ball on an intentional <laughs> walk. Yeah. Keeps the pitcher count lower. I mean, less error. Speeds up the game a little bit, but I mean, the first inning in the London series took an hour, so speed up that. Yeah. And then we'll touch a little about the 69 Mets 50th anniversary. A little funny thing came out. I know the professor told me this. Um, they they had three guys on the screen. They were talking about a, a lot of the guys who passed away, and one of the guys <laughs> was not wasn't dead. He was alive. He, yeah, he called was in. tweeting, He's like, I'm, saying, still, I'm still, alive. still alive, right? <laughs> so that shows you how the Mets. They, I mean, uh, you're not a real sports fan. I tell people, unless you're a Mets fan, and a Mets fan for like 50 years, like yeah, I have. Yeah, because you've been through some hard stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, for them to even mess that up, it just shows you how, you know, they just really don't have their act together. Um, this was a great franchise that always had um, tremendous pitching. Uh, think about it. Uh, Nolan Ryan wasn't even the top guy in the Mets 1969. Yeah, exactly. See, so. You know, in fact, mm-hmm. that's probably why he didn't come back. And yeah. they asked him to come. He says, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, big Tom Terrific. Tom yeah. Seaver. He was yeah. 24 back then in 69. Yeah. He led the team. I mean, a lot of guys talk about war now. He had a 7-2 war. That's... That's yeah. MVP-like. Yeah. And it's always funny when you look at the salaries, too. He made 40000 the whole year, all-star, one of the best players in baseball. And then you have Kershaw this year, $30 million a year. It comes out to like almost $90,000 a day. So almost doubling his whole salary just in one day. So. Yeah, but people argue about that, you know, whether they should be making that much money. Well, they're, you know, people are paying to, to go see these people. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there's a lot of money riding on them, obviously. Betting's a billion-dollar industry, and, I mean, they have to be – Enticed to want to play. Yeah. And we'll take a little break. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Linebreakers Podcast. If you're listening to on our website, www.thelinebreakers.com, like I said, put your email in the top right hand corner, subscribe to the podcast, you'll get Reduced prices, promotions on our, when we first go paid, July 15th. Obviously, we can't trust that, stress that enough. There will be no more pics posted on our Instagram page. We've been giving it to you guys for free. We had a monster May. June wasn't that good, but we're off to a good start in July. And we'll just be going paid. And it's important for you to put your email there so you can get all the all of our info that, we're, that we want to give to you. So you're on top of the ball and you can capitalize on our picks we're going to touch on a little bit of baseball we have the midsummer classic the all-star game coming up next week we're going to touch up on our we didn't really lay any big we didn't advise you to lay any bets but we had our future picks we had the astros win the world series they were 7-1 back then we had the astros brewers in the finals 
And we have we still have five of the six of the division winners that we picked. So we had the Yankees, the Twins, the Astros. They're all in the lead. Phillies are back five and a half games. They're looking a little bit shaky right now. The Braves got Keuchel. They're looking to bolster up their staff. Obviously, their hitters, Acuna. They're obviously very good. The Brewers are up in the division, and the Dodgers are doing what they do every year, and they're pulling away. So, uh, the professor, what do you think about the whole year, seeing how your your Mets don't seem like they're going to be threatening anyone? Well, I got my crime rag on right now, so yeah. it's uh, it's unfortunate. It's good you can get over it early, so you don't have to worry <laughs> about it later. That's how I think about it. Um, I, you know, I, I think the, the, these are pretty good picks that we made. Um, the Yankees, I think, are starting to be the team, I think. Uh, I'm looking at now that the, the Dodgers and Yankees may, uh, may challenge this. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, the picks are pretty good. I think uh, uh, baseball is starting to come back alive. Everybody's starting to get into it. I think, again, what we talked about before, which was the, uh, the, long, the, ball. Ho- the long ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, the home run. Yeah. And obviously the Dodgers, I mean, Vegas thinks it too, 7-2. to two. That's what they think they're going to win the World Series. Yankees 4-1. Yeah. to one. Astros 5-1. to one. Twins 8-1. to one. The Twins are a tricky team. They obviously are very hot right now. Very good on the road. Obviously very good at home. They're kind of the surprise team that really nobody nobody thought they were going to be this good. And, and we're going to see what they can do when they uh, when it gets down to crunch time in September and, and if they make it to October because they haven't really – they don't have many guys that have really proved us anything. Kind of same with the Braves too. They're up five and a half games right now in the Phillies. But they got a lot of young stars. They were good last year, just not good enough to get into the playoffs. But, I mean – when you're looking at teams, especially halfway through the season, when they when they have a good record both at home and away, you have to like them. And they got Keuchel, obviously. He was kind of like the big offseason um, mystery. He didn't want to sign anywhere for the wrong amount of money. The Braves actually obviously called him up. They knew where they, they were going to be contending late in the season, so they obviously wanted to hop on him. Brewers, we kind of knew they were going to be good. Yeah, Yelich, obviously off to another MVP season, thirty home runs right now. That kid's ama- he's amazing, point. that kid. Yeah, and he's a small guy too, so you know, there's no really question of him taking steroids, which a lot of people say when you have a bigger guy. But he has thirty home runs. He can't be. It seems like he's like six three, like like one ninety, soaking wet. So he's not really that big of a that demonstrative of a guy, especially when you see like when you saw Sammy Sosa. Or, um, Mark McGuire back in the day, they're just their shoulders and their traps were just massive. It's a young fella's name. What is it, Cody Bellinger? I mean, he's he, he yeah. doesn't look like he's a m- massive beast. I, know. I think it's just that left-handed swing. The left-handed swing just looks sweeter. I mean, you have the um, I'm Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. I mean, that lefty swing just kind of just it just looks better. And obviously, when when you see a guy hit home run like that, it's when I see better. myself in a mirror swinging left-handed, I, I agree with you. Although I don't hit the ball as far as those guys. <laughs> Yes, just in your dreams. <laughs> just in my dreams, that's right. <laughs> and the Dodgers, obviously, we knew, everyone knew they were going to be good. Two-time pennant winners, hopefully they can, um, it's kind of a shame when, when you get there two, t- two years in a row and you, and you lose both times. Um, I mean, you kind of feel bad for them because they're playing so these long seasons, like 162 games and close to like 180, 185 days to just working out there and then add another, what is it, maybe seven, seven, five. So a possible like n- more nineteen games in the playoffs. I mean, they're just they're just working themselves. So I mean, and they're all trying to make deals there. right now to bolster their their teams. I know the Yankees have been looking at some people in the Mets. I just hope that the Mets don't give up people for nothing the way they usually do. You know? <laughs> but the <laughs> Yankees, the, the Yankees always bring in the right guys yeah. uh, to make things happen. So let's see, let's see where it goes. Uh, it's looking pretty good. 
yeah, especially being a Met fan, I guess four or five years ago when they made it to the World Series, you thought they would be here every year. But they had DeGrom, Syndergaard. Obviously, Harvey was almost like their ace back then. But times have changed. They still have a good pitching staff, just not – they can't seem to hold the lead. They're on pace to break the blown save record. I think it's 40. I think they have close to – I think they almost have like 20 blown saves this year. There's something like they uh, – what is it, after the eighth inning or whatever, they've blown uh, games yeah. like 38. It's just crazy. Yeah, anyway, it's one it is what it is. It just stinks. But that will wrap us up here on the topics about sports and betting. But we can't preach that enough. July 15th is when we'll go fully paid. You'll be able to buy packages. We won't be able to – we won't be posting any free picks on our website, on our Instagram page. Everything will be through the website. You'll be able to go there, type all your information, and get the picks. Like we say, if you don't cash, we don't cash. That's for week and monthly packages. Uh, last week, we were up money, so I mean, obviously, you want to be up money. But if we were down money, you'd get the following week for free because that's what we just want to guarantee you guys because we trust our system. We know our system will win in the long term. We won't win every day. Obviously, it's a marathon. And yeah, I mean, not really much I can say about that. We just trust our system. We We analyze all these picks. We don't just pick a team because... We like the way their color looks in the sun, or we like some guy's name pitching. We look at the games. We look at the splits, how this guy does here, uh, ground ball, pop-up pitcher, all that stuff, all those stats. We look at, we grind, and we, we try to give you the best edge possible. But that'll be here for the line breakers. Bet with your head, not with your heart. Coop and Professor out.